Hey guys, it's Boomer. And Pixie, hola. We are here and so excited to be brand ambassadors for Reaper Apparel Company. We could not be more proud to have joined their roster and get to promote their brand and whole community. Just like we have battled anxiety and depression, so have the folks at Reaper Apparel Company, and they know the present is not something to be wasted. Yeah, it's all about trying to be the best version of ourselves every day and making our dreams come true, like we are here at the Service Entrance People podcast, and the folks in Reaper are too. So please join the Reaper community, check them out, go to reaperapparelco.com, use the coupon code SERVICEENTRANCEPEOPLE to get 10% off your gear, plus check the links in the episode description, our Facebook and Instagram to get 15% off as well. That's Reaper Apparel Apparelco.com promo code service entrance people. You gotta make a reservation. It's very difficult to get in. Well, it's okay. I'll use the service entrance. I'll see you at nine. Welcome and bienvenidos to another episode of Service Entrance People. I am Boomer. And I am Pixie Ola. Ola Pixelina. <laughs> For those of you new to the show, just jumping in, this podcast is for and about the gritty, underpaid, underprivileged service industry workers of the world. Unite! We have clearly made wrong turns in our lives because no matter what, we end up here in jobs where no matter our talents, art, or skills, we deal with the infamous Karens and Florida men. Florida men! And Mr. and Mrs. Von Uppity on a daily basis. Day in and day out, we walk through the parking lot of broken fucking dreams and enter through the specially <laughs> marked door. You know the door. <laughs> the service entrance door. Yeah. If you're interested in listening and sharing in war stories of the, the industry, and if you're curious as to what us, the help, are really thinking, we are going to share with you stories of the strange, shocking, and hilarious, because laughing is the only way we can make it through. Absolutely, 100% true. We love this industry. We really we do. do. But at the same time, we have horror stories and rants, and we bitch that we need to work at work because sometimes it's a soul-crushing industry. Soul-crusher! But we also, we kid because we care. There's nothing in the world we would rather be doing except maybe... Our weekly jaunts to the studio to record this podcast for you. Correct, Amundo. Also, please do us a favor. If we're not for you, listen anyway. Hate Hate listen, listen, rage listen, listen, binge listen. Heckle us. We know that the only thing that's better than a good horror movie is a terrible fucking horror movie. And if you can't stick in to heckle us, then I want you just to push play. And walk away. That's right. Set it and forget it. (laughs) As some advertisement for something at some point in my childhood said. One final disclaimer, this show, like the industries we cover, comes with some spicy fucking language. Ay, 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 muy caliente. You're forewarned, forewarned, forewarned. Do us a favor, whatever platform you are listening to us on, please make sure you are liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing. Those are the biggins. Rate and review five stars. Cinco, cinco stars. And some sort of text to go along with it because that is how we move up the charts. Yes, press that predictive text button five times. Press a heart, press a star, whatever it has on it, a check mark. Make sure you press play and walk away so we get that final it completed its actual spin. That's right. Actually, I think it like clicks through at a certain percentage point of it. But yeah, listen to the whole fucking thing is or, or play the whole thing forward. There you go. What he said. If you really hate it, you know, you can speed it up to like two oh, times. Oh, that's always fun. We sound like chipmunks. It's yeah. great. So just saying, for those of you that don't like us, 
all kinds of ways to listen to us while still not liking us. Much like, again, a certain podcast that you and I enjoy. <laughs> that we shout at. savaging. And just, yeah, curse at and tell her how horrible she is. Because she's fucking terrible. She can't so speak. So unprofessional. As bad as I can't speak, she's worse at speaking. <laughs> I just think she can't. She doesn't have someone to edit. See, I know I'm not talented. I know I don't have a good editor in me. But I have a good editor here on the show to do it for me. See, we edit for, for you. you. That's, exactly. that's me being smart there. I spend way <laughs> a lot of time doing that. And I still think it, it's not as good as it could be. So I apologize. If you would like to spend some time helping us out, you can always message us your stories. We would love to read them over the air at serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Facebook, Service Entrance People Podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram at Service Entrance People Pod because it's all meta, baby. Girl, who all up in your DM? Hopefully people who love this podcast. Me too. You can also voicemail us if you want to not write mail us at 854-345-7721. Talk your stories into your telephone and let it walk away. And most of all, if you really want to get on this train, you can hop on to patreon.com slash service entrance people. Become a producer of this show. At any level, you get free gear and access to bonus content. If you are an executive producer of Von Uppity, you will wind up getting all of the goodies plus your name said at the end of each and every episode of this here podcast here. <laughs> and if the full commitment is not for you, you don't want to invest in that whole kit and caboodle, but you still want to be a part of our little family here, you can go to PayPal at Service Entrance Peeps and just donate a little bit, a dollar or a million. The price of a cup of coffee actually does make a difference here. A huge difference for us. And if you really want to be a mensch, as my people say, you can sponsor this next segment of our so program. highly sponsorable. It is time to lock the doors, crank up the tunes, and grab our shifty, shifty of the, the week. week. This week, Pixie, you are shifting from whence? I am shifting from Victory, Victory Brewing Company in Downingtown, which we have good listenership in Pennsylvania. Hey, PA. This is Sour Monkey. It's a sour tripel. 9.5 ABV, so Whoa. I'm going to be on the floor, dinosaur. It's got fruity notes from imported Belgian yeast swirling in a precise, puckering bite of citrus-laden tang, ending with a delectable experience. You know what's funny is after drinking that, you won't be able to say any of those words. No, that was actually intense just getting it out. You're going to be shit-hammered. Oh, yeah, baby. Damn. Mm hmm. Mm. Watch out for the microphone. Sorry. That Ah. doesn't bode well for your hammeredness. But that was good. Oh, that's good. I love me a good sour. Um, This one is definitely more intense than the other sours I've had. And it's, dear God, I am going to be wasted by the end of this. You sure are. I have cheated a little bit and already opened mine Mm because I couldn't wait. So I am going to our friends at the New Belgium Brewery, Mm -hmm. Fort Collins, Colorado, and our very lovely Asheville, North Carolina. Oh. For a fat tire ale. You know, I've seen that in um, actual, uh, yeah, places, bars. In like real places? I already can't find the word. That isn't real. Yeah, but I. 
couldn't find the word bar in my brain already is what I was trying to get out there. And I am slamming a 5.2 ABV, so I will literally have to drink two of these to just equal. about to get one of where you're at. So, <laughs> fucking Cheers. L'chaim. Come pie. It's beery goodness. Oh, my God. Whew. All right. And now, Pixie. We begin. Let us walk through that door. That door that is labeled episode 38 Woo. of Service Entrance People and is entitled, Wish You Weren't So Awkward, Bud. <laughs> this <That's> episode <laughs> is all about the weird, the wacky characters that we all wind up working with. The that guys and gals of the industry, as it were. And if you have more that guy and gal stories, don't forget to email us at Service Entrance People Podcast. Please, please, thank you, thank you, amen. At gmail.com. <laughs> Dot org. <laughs> so our first story comes to us from content producer Jeff Teal. Hey, content producer Jeff Teal. Muchas gracias, amigo. Yeah, this is how we really, really appreciate them content producers because they come up with nice, good, solid stories of weird things they remember in their lives. And they get super awesome positioning in our episodes. So content producer Jeff Teal, entitled actually this, that guy. Aw, shit. Yeah. He says, once I worked with a guy, let's call him Bowden. Bowden was a really smart guy. And when it came to any job, you could ask him about anything that was machine or mechanical systems, and he had an answer for you. He doesn't say whether or not the answer was correct, by the way. He just said he has an answer for you. <laughs> I mean, who cares about correct so long as it's there? Yeah. Bowden, however, was not too bright about other aspects of his life. You see, Bowden was also a hypochondriac. Oh, that's the worst kind of chondriac. <laughs> As opposed to a dendrophiliac? I'm a hyper-hypo. <laughs> Hyper-hippo? Hungry, hungry, hyper-hippo. <laughs> We're going too far afield. Uh, he said, we decided to mess with him one day. He was complaining about his health problems. You know, he always says that he has an appointment for something the next day to see someone about what's wrong with him. So a couple of us got together and we said, it sounds like your fallopian tubes are infected, man. Oh, that happened to me once in fourth grade. That was the worst. He says, we even managed to keep a straight face as we did this. Bowden was genuinely grateful for the input. He didn't even seem to realize we were joking with him. Two days later, he comes into work, looks at me as the co-conspirator of this thing, and says, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> I told my doctor about the fallopian tube infection, and he laughed so hard I couldn't get anything else out of him. I almost left right there and then. It took me waiting for him to collect himself before I realized that it was all a joke. I'm never going to live this one down. Thanks. You know, he should really look into maybe a cesarean for that. <laughs> see if that can help his fallopian situation. I don't know. Maybe get his tubes tied. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he'll have the time. I don't know if he'll have the time to get it done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, poor man and his fallopian tubes. Thank you, content producer Jeff Teal. Muchas gracias, man. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm going to take us now, Pixie, to the sunshine state of Florida. Oh, Florida. We appreciate you, Florida, and we appreciate you, Quinn, who writes us in. Says, I worked at a pizza parlor for about a year in high school. We've got a lot of pizza pizza listeners. You know what, though? We had a guy who said he wanted to have, like, pizza and beer with us. That's true. And my favorite 
thing to almost always eat is pizza. So I guess it does work. Yeah. Y'all well, know us so well. I feel like we found our niche there. It's a nice niche. I'd open up a pizzeria. Oh, fuck yeah. But I would also make tacos because we found out that's a stellar idea. It is. there. We found a, a restaurant that does pizza and tacos, which it was is baller. fucking phenomenal. It was the best thing ever. Like, honestly, a food truck that had pizza and Mexican. Yeah, no. I feel like you can't go wrong with pizza and tacos. No. Everyone's a winner. And churros for dessert, boom. You're welcome, America and United States and world. But also, when we have our food truck, totally come out and hang out with us. Please do, even if you're in Singapore. <laughs> or Espana. So anyway, uh, Quint, working at a pizza parlor. Mm-hmm. My boss was a constant source of stress for me, and he was controlling, rude, and downright degrading. One time, I went slightly off script on a phone order. He mocked me while I was continuing to handle the call. That's some bullshit, but also I feel like I would do something like that jokingly, not in an asshole way, but I totally would. <laughs> like, if I heard you, like, on the phone repeating somebody's name and it started to be a weird order, I would be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. You know, I would totally do that. I ruined a phone order the other day because I was laughing so hard at something that I actually didn't get out the name of the restaurant. Beautiful. I just said, I am Hilton Head Island. Nice. Well, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> As you if can they called be. the island. <laughs> Question, were you drinking this 9.8 uh, beer while you were- I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough, the person on the phone did not seem to care that I was just- Totally screwing Not up my phone voice. Not who you were or yeah. <laughs> what you were. I am an island. It is mine. I am it. <laughs> so this asshole boss, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back happened on a busy Friday night. Someone came in, placed an order. I got their name, told them it would be about 20 minutes. During this time, said customer left the store to wait in the car. 20 minutes later, they sent in someone else, probably the passenger in the car, to pick up the order. Problem was, person didn't know the order and then claimed that it was under their name. Which would definitely be confusing because you are you remember that first person that was in there. You don't know who the fuck this person is. I've always been embarrassed if that situation happens, though. What do you mean? Like, if I go in thinking that I'm picking up an order and it's been put in my name, but it's really put in somebody else's name, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like such a dick. Oh, yeah. And it seems as though this person probably wasn't they were being the dick yeah you know what i mean what do you mean it's under tom right fucking i'm fucking tom yeah. i'm tom yeah. look for it so when i struggled to identify their order my boss grabbed one of the giant wooden spatulas <clears throat> pause for dramatic effect <laughs> swung it full force and shattered it over one of the ovens whoa anger much just i am a rageaholic I am addicted, addicted to, to Hall. Oh, my God. After about five minutes of attempting to serve the customers in the store, I walked into his office. I told him, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I can't. I'm tapping out. That's mm -hmm. it. I'm done. I yeah. walked over to a nearby Wendy's. Oh, God. And waited for my dad to pick me up. I'll never forget how freeing that feeling was. I've definitely had bosses that were shifty and shysty and sneaky. But not the shifty of the week. No, and definitely petty. 
but oh, yeah. I've never had one that was that aggressive. No, that's fucking that that takes some swing. Yeah, like to break one of those things. Homeboy, like you need to like chill, dude. Like, what's the major malfunction? about the frustrate like how do you get that frustrated over something like that you know what i'm saying i could understand too if it was like a pizzeria and that was his kid you know that like stereotypical horrible analogy of that like italian dad that just loses his shit the the hot-blooded italian yeah i get that but you clearly weren't related to him because you had to call your dad what the fuck was this guy's problem lay off the steroids you are addicted to being a dick. It's it's a tropical environment. Just chill, man. <laughs> just chill. <laughs> she says, knowing she lost her shit just the other day. <laughs> you did. Uh, well, I have one from Kyle. Hey, Kyle. It doesn't say where he's from. Hey, Kyle, from somewhere. He says that this time I am that guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kyle, that guy, rated PG-13. <laughs> I actually like the way he starts this. He goes... A little background before I begin. (laughs) In plumbing terms, there is a short piece of pipe that has threading on both sides. This is called a nipple. Nice nipples, Bob. (laughs) I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The inner 12-year-old in me. Uh, With that in mind, let me tell you a little bit more thoroughly how I freaked out my security guard. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing a piping project. Laying some pipe here, buddy. (laughs) Where I had a complex piece of a drainage system that was made out of black iron pipe. Things were not going too smoothly for me, and I was pretty frustrated with the entire ordeal. I was in a loud room and just working alone when I went to put some of this project together. It didn't quite fit right, and I yelled out, God damn it, I wish I had shorter nipples. It wasn't until I saw the little bit of movement out of the corner of my eye that I looked up and saw the security guard frozen with an expression that defies description. Jesus. He then slowly turned Homer Simpson? Slowly turned away from me and walked away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I heard that you can get paid extra for pictures of those long nipples, so I don't know why you would wish for shorter ones. Poor Kyle. Wow. I can't imagine that. Like, you think you're alone, right? You think you can say that. You think you can just talk about nipples freely like everybody else, but no. No. Johnny fucking short nipple lover over there. (laughs) That's fucking funny. Oh, man. I never, uh, I don't know fuck all about plumbing, but that is just delightful. Now, I have a nipple adjacent story. So, one of the that guys, Mm -hmm. I feel like in any business, but I'm probably mistaken because, again, of what we typically do for a living. Mm -hmm. But one of that guys is the guy at work who is way too well known at the strip club. Oh, in our industry, every guy is well known at the strip club. Yeah, I won't. I won't <laughs> saddle every guy with it. It's a spectacular. It's a spectacular. It's a Pacific. It's a. It's a Pacific Northwest it's, Northwestern. It's a specific type of person. So it's me. It's me. I am specific type of person. <laughs> so there was a server. Mm-hmm. We will call him Peter. Mm-hmm. Now Peter. Mm-hmm. 
comes from an Eastern European country. Pretty girl, get in sports car. Exactly. And is over working six months of the year in America and six months of the year he goes back home. Okay. He does very well in the serving industry, makes a lot of money. Make a lot of that cheddar. And one of the things he likes to do with his money is go see nipples of all lengths and shapes and sizes and boobs and all of that at the strip club. Well, we can all agree boobs are great. Boobs are awesome. Boobs are... The tits. (laughs) Sticks the landing. (laughs) So this one night, old Peter there, Mm -hmm. going with a bunch of fellow servers to a strip club, and the strip club has a policy on clothing that you can and cannot wear. Really? Yeah, like, you know, no hats, no white shirts, no certain... Uh, Poor K. Well, I do think that a lot of it has to do with, like, gang stuff, like with the hats and everything. Oh, okay, so, like, you you can't... You gotta be on its neutral territory. Yeah, yeah. The strip club is neutral territory. I don't know what the white shirt policy... I just. I would think that would be a concern with like black lighting. Maybe you fucking like, blind somebody. Yeah, you're just know. their focus is on you now, and they want to be looking at the nice girl taking off her top. The semen stains are. Yeah. Yeah. It's way just too, too obvious. Yep. So so Peter goes there, and the door guy at the strip club is like, "Hey, Peter. <laughs> hey, buddy. Welcome back, dude. You're wearing a white shirt. You know you're not supposed to wear white in here. Not exposed to. So Peter is like." Ah, so the bouncer of the strip club goes, don't worry, follow me. I feel like this is going down a road that I don't like. Nope, you're wrong. It's going down a different road. Oh. The road is the door guy walks Peter to the door guy's car. Okay. Opens his trunk. So yeah, okay, it does sound weird. Yeah, see, this is, yeah, it feels like it's taking a sinister turn. And proceeds to pull out a button-down shirt Wait, what? That was blue. (gasps) What? And he gives Peter the shirt to put on, (laughs) which Peter does. He strips in the parking lot just in a full meta kind of moment. Oh, wow. (laughs) He strips for the stripper. Yep. Well, for the door guy. (laughs) For the door guy to get into the strip club. Then they walk back to the door. The rest of Peter's party pays for entrance, and the door guy's like, no, you're fine. And lets him go in also without paying. Wait, so Peter doesn't only, he, he not only doesn't have to pay. Right. But he also got a free shirt. I think he borrowed it and possibly gave it back. Okay. But still, if that's not a strip club VIP, yeah. I don't know what is. Like, you spend so much money in that strip club that people are like, I would rather give you my own clothing yes. than lose your business for the evening. Yes, there's always that guy who Holy is shit. well too well known. At the local club. One time, mm-hmm. when I was on the air in Ohio, yes, my producer, Just Chad, and I went to a local strip club. Okay. This is the only time this has ever happened to me in my entire 40 <laughs> years on this planet. <laughs> so Chad and I walk there. in. Yeah, Chad and almost 50. Chad and I walk in there, mm-hmm. and the girl walk in the door. Mm-hmm. The girl at the door mm-hmm. looks at him, looks at me. Mm-hmm. And goes, no. Oh my God, are you the boomer? Oh my God. 
To which Chad and I looked at each other and giggled, and I'm like, yeah. I'm Boomer. I'm kind of famous. I used to be on the radio. I was on the radio at the time. <laughs> so I was famous. We got not only let into the strip club for free, mm-hmm. we got put in a little special area, like, right, not like a VIP, but like, literally, they made this little area for us to sit in. Yeah. And like, everybody started whining, coming up throughout the evening and like sitting in our little area and just using it as a hangout spot and like, oh my God, it's Boomer and just Chad. Da, 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 da. Only time that's ever happened to me. <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm, I'm living off that for like 20 something years now. Wow. <laughs> I, I won't, you know, you know what I say? I say good for you, bud. Good for me 20 years ago, me. Good for you. I, um... I personally never had to pay at a strip club. Well, yeah, because you have tits. But I wasn't just stripping. I was just going into one. No, I know, because you're an attractive young lady, and so they never charge attractive young ladies. Aw, thanks for calling me a young lady guy. You are compared to me. (laughs) Always fun at a strip club. Always costs way too much of my money. Let's get back to uh, those guys and not just the strippers. Yes. So Daniel from Kentucky writes... And says he had a co-worker who acts dumb to get everyone to do her work for her. Smart girl. We know that girl. Yeah, we've all had a that girl in our lives. Can you do my side work? Yeah. Please. So Daniel's a supervisor, and he decided to keep a close eye on this whole acting dumb, getting people to do work for you situation. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing her work, the woman went above above Daniel and spoke to his higher-ups, saying that he was trying to get her fired for messing with her and sabotaging her. Oh, he's being mean to me. You're trying to destroy me. You're trying to wreck my life. So now Daniel is being watched by his higher-ups and is powerless to keep said employee on task, so she continues to act dumb and get everyone else to finish out her work for her. This what is like, do you do, man? This episode has just quickly devolved into the girls doing shady shit yeah, portion of the show. Yeah. It's, it's, wish you weren't so awkward, bud, except for the fact that you're also a chick doing shady shit. Yeah, feminine wiles and whatnot. Come on, don't give us a bad name. Yeah, ladies, just between us girls. <laughs> just between us girls? Don't give us a bad name. Clean it up. Clean it up, sister. Clean out your closet. Of course, we uh, wouldn't be able to finish this episode out properly Proper. if we didn't add in the, um, how should we say it, you know, frustrations that are equally given amongst all people. And by that, I mean you customers. Equal opportunity bitching. Yes. You customers do not get to walk away clean. But we love you. But we- also fuck you. <laughs> but also please come back. So I was uh, submitted a story by Bailey from Asheville, North Carolina. Hola, Bailey in Asheville. You know, (laughs) my drink was made in Asheville. I know. I was going to reference it earlier. That's like fucking two weeks in a row. Yeah, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to let it come full circle at the end there. And legit, we did not plan that. No, we didn't. Um, But this, this story actually really hit me hard just because of the time period that we're in now, which is our peak season. I get Bailey's frustration. I totally felt it. I felt her anger through the Facebooks. Woof. Yeah. Facebook's anger. Yeah. Catch the fever. (laughs) She says, working at a Waffle House, it's difficult to handle an eight top without prior notice. Yeah. The eight tops, 
most places are are a little bit trickier, but definitely in a Waffle House, I, I would mean, think. I mean, the Waffle Houses have small booths. You're lucky if you can get four people in a booth. And typically... They only have like three or four. And the larger Waffle House groups are tend to be more unruly. Yeah. Anyway, recently, Bailey had a group of 20... Oh, fuck my face. ...customers all come in. She says, I know that you think that your group is fun and very exciting, but you are monopolizing every waitress's time. We can't attend to you and other customers, let alone the people who are waiting to come in to get their food. So they actually, the Waffle House was on a wait. Oh, shit. The only time I've ever seen that is in North Carolina on a Sunday after church. I know that when our friend Campfire Tyler played the Waffle House for Isn't Valentine's he a delight, Day. though? They actually wound up having to take reservations. Well, I would make a reservation to see Campfire Tyler. Yeah. He's yeah. amazing. It's a thing. Oh, you got to love a man who plays Baby Shark. <laughs> do, 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 do. And writes a song about chocolate milk and titties. <laughs> do, 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 do. She said, uh, we had to leave some other customers alone. They couldn't get their food. The more frustrating part was also that we knew that this large party was only going to tip out what a four top would. When we are at work, even though we're smiling, it isn't fun for us. We are You're actually costing us money. It's extremely rude. I had a friend who recently turned away a 16 top at a different restaurant because it was prom season and half the people, oh. yeah, half the people weren't eating. They said they were just there to hang out. Yeah. Her friend had to explain that it was first come, first serve and that large parties should always give a courtesy call ahead and should expect an auto gratuity nowadays. I like the places that will have on the menu auto gratuity applied for parties above X it's, number it's of people. It's usually six or more now. On the Facebook, that's what it said. Wow. I've literally never seen it at six. It's eight. However, I've seen eight. Asheville's prices have gone up quite significantly. So, Well, it's a trendy little area. Yeah. So um, that's that's been a thing there. Um, we definitely, we feel your pain, Bailey. And it, it is hard to have those customers. And we've all had that guy that thinks they're that special. Oh, they're a fucking prize. We're super fun. Why wouldn't you want to spend all your time just serving us? We're the cool mom. And no one else. When I worked at one of the restaurants over there, um, we did a lot when it came to the prom season. Yeah. And they would make the reservation. Yep. And Well, really, mom and dad would make the reservation. Of course. And then you would get like 18 to 20 of them coming in. Like they said, half of them eating, half of them just hanging out. Clearly, there's no liquor being sold. Because they're under 18 or under 21. They're getting, you know, chicken fingers. Yes. Like the smallest things possible. Appetizers, that's it. And then having no clue how to fucking tip. And this place was a non-auto gratuity establishment. So it was watching servers run the other direction and being like, do you want to take my table? Do you want to take my table? Do you want to take my table? My table? Not will you my t- table. Will you take my table? Your table. <laughs> no, my not table. my table. Not my table. <laughs> Fucking crazy. For uh, us in Florida, it's uh, Benny Hanna that really gets jam-packed for the prom season. <laughs> but the funny thing is, you're absolutely right. Most girls, anyway, you're in those really nice dresses. And, of course, guys, too, you're in their nice tuxes. I, am, I do wear my nice dresses to prom. Yeah, and you're I right. wear my nice tux. And I definitely don't want to spill shit on myself, and I am accident-prone. 
You are. So I am not going to eat. I will I will wait. I will hold it out until after I have my nice tucks off. And then I shall eat in bed crackers. <laughs> Crack whores, what? <laughs> I do have one little pixie positive anecdote, though. Ooh, dope me, pix. You missed this one, so I want to I wanna regale you with my tale. I typically do miss things. A couple weeks ago, we were in our, you know, beginnings of the season. Yes, the, the season. The, the season. It was a happening, and we got our unruly crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the blondes who uh, are past their prime but still think they are very much in it. The older, drunken national treasures. Yes, the national treasures. I'm blonde, I'm white. Sunday fun day yes, for I, the whole family. I deserve my brunch and big girl pour me all day long. Uh, I'm going to dance in the aisleways and make it weird and awkward for everybody. I was watching this one national treasure do the dance back in my day. It was called... <laughs> Skanking? She was a skank. <laughs> Fucking skank. I just like saying that now. Yeah, yeah. She was she was skanking to a Blink 182 song that was being covered. Well, there's no other way to dance to a Blink 182 cover than to skank. Cause what's my age again? Not 20. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and she promptly, in her drunken stupor, fell down and Busted her face. Nice. It was, <laughs> of course. So the people around me give the appropriate response, which is, oh, "Are you okay?" And instead, my reaction was to go ah! <laughs> and point at her and laugh and clap. So what you're saying is, you turned into Nelson Muntz and did a <laughs> and just straight just right there but so loudly <laughs> that people actually turned and stared good thing you weren't wearing like a t-shirt with the name of the establishment and that you were working and all of that <laughs> wow Pixie. i totally did and wow. you know what it made my shitty day so much better <laughs> <laughs> so thank you national treasure for getting drunk and busting your face you madam are indeed a national treasure I like how you call that pixie positive and not a petty Betty. No, I'm not petty. <laughs> I'm pixie. That's a little petty pixie. Pity pixie. Petty poppy, pixie positive. Poppy poopsie. <laughs> Pipsy popsy poo. <laughs> All right. And with uh, national treasures going down left, right, and center, skanks. <laughs> And nipples. We wrap up episode 38 of Service Entrance People. What you <laughs> wish you weren't so awkward, bud. What's your age again? What's your age again? <laughs> not 20. Definitely not 20. Boom. None of us are. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. If you even moderately enjoyed what you heard, please do us a favor and uh, share, rate, review five stars and uh, leave any type of wording on whatever platform you are listening to help us move up those wonderful charts pound that predictive text button five to seven times we don't care what it says just leave words it helps pound it you skank yeah
Or you can help us out by actually sending us stories, which we will read on the air. Obviously, we'll say your name when we give this story, should you leave it. Or we can leave you completely anonymous, so that way you are safe. Send that to serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, because we know you scroll through when you're on your toilet and you feel like, eh, maybe I want to share a story. Go to Service Entrance People Podcast, or you can DM us at Service Entrance People Pod, because it's all meta, baby. Girl, who all up in your DM? Hopefully people who love this podcast. They better. You can also leave us a voicemail, 854-345-7721. If you don't want to type things out, just speak and say, and uh, share whatever it is that you feel like sharing with us. And if you're feeling super duper, I'm all in, a million percent on the Service Entrance People bandwagon. Go to patreon.com slash serviceentrancepeople, and you can become a producer. Producers at any level wind up getting free merch. You get uh, access to bonus content, and we will say your names tenderly and lovingly at the end of the show, just like we say the names of... Executive Producers Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland. Thank you to both of you, and big thanks to Content Producers Jeff Teal and Chef Hope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're not into a full commitment, but you want to do a one-time donation, that helps us. Go to PayPal at Service Entrance Peeps. Leave a dollar or a million, as Boomer likes to say. The price of a cup of coffee, it really does help. It do. So do that. And uh, if not that, and you just want to see us be silly, don't forget that we actually have a TikTok now at Service Entrance PPL. And for our hearing impaired audience, we do have a YouTube that has closed captions. That's YouTube at Service Entrance People. End of TikTok. <laughs> that's my thing. That's that's his uh, sign-off there. That's, that's my big contribution to TikToking society is that line. So don't forget, tell your friends, tell a neighbor, tell a stranger about Service Entrance People podcast. Please, thank you, wubba-dubba-dub-dub. And good night! We appreciate y'all tuning in, and we will talk to you again next week, Wednesday night, midnight, East Coast time. Another brand new and super delightful episode of Service Entrance People will be appearing for you. Happy Summer Solstice Day if you're listening on the day we come out. If not, happy belated Summer Solstice Day. I am Boomer. And I'm Pixie. Adios. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Chartrand. I'm a singer-songwriter based in Phoenix, Arizona, and I started a podcast called So the Story Goes with Brian Chartrand. It's a podcast that connects with creatives, you know, mainly creatives uh, here in Phoenix, but also international touring artists, names that you definitely will recognize. And we talk about everything from pop culture to music to art, how they stayed creative during the pandemic. It's a lot of fun, especially if you love music, and I know you do. I'm also old friends with your dear friend, Boomer. I hope you uh, check out So the Story Goes. I think you'll dig it. You can find it at Apple Podcasts on Amazon. Join us for the next conversation. We're celebrating 100 episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>